Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine, grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibrations stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two. One. What is up, all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl, Sapphire. You know, I have to say this right now. Um, I have my very first in-bedroom studio guest in like a year and a half. Other than Benjamin, the man, Mr. Suit and Tie, no one else has been in studio in the same room with me for about a year and a half. So, Whoa. yes, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> this is my girl, Sabrina Perry, very dear friend of mine. She is a screenwriter, writer, director, poet, tarot reader. But that's not what I brought her on to do today. She is going to interpret some dreams. So, Sabrina, thank you so much, girl. Thank for you. Joining me. Thank you for having me. This is my first podcast podcast <gasps> ever this is like a since i've moved to los angeles i say it's like a rite of passage sort of thing so it is girl. it's either you have to start your own or you become a guest or something like that so 1000 percent. well welcome to the show boo boo thank you i'm glad to be popping your podcast cherry <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have fun today um man i don't know about any of the earbuds out there but i feel like i have very vivid wild dreams and sometimes I just cannot make sense of it and yeah I'll, I'll look up you know look them up on the internet but I never thought to hit you up and be like girl so I had this dream yesterday and maybe you can make some sense of it now Ben and I have moved in together um we've slept together many a nights together and all that but to have consistent nights I I, I feel like I should have came with a warning Hmm. I have night terrors like no other. Like I will flat out scream. Oh, wow. Scream like somebody is killing me. And sometimes not even just like once a night. It's like sometimes two, three, four times a night. Mm -hmm. It will happen. I feel like a lot of times like because my mom suffers from a lot of uh, she'll have very vivid dreams. She'll Mm -hmm. have like similar dreams where she's kind of scared. A lot of times people that have anxiety and if you're particularly going through something that's super duper stressful you will probably more likely have dreams like that where you know they are more terrifying in the sense but they're not as not as dire I would say as like like how they make you feel yes it's kind of like it's almost like your brain is telling you how like your body feels when it's under stress like it's funny because even when I talk about it with my therapist I was telling her because it was scaring Ben a lot like he was getting alarmed because he was like look yo you need to tell your therapist about this he's always up at like 4 a.m exactly he's like I have to sleep (laughs) (laughs) but it's like literally even as a kid I've had you know night terrors um you know it was to a point where I can watch certain movies you know, before bedtime. And I love horror films. Everybody knows this. I love, love, love horror films. I love true crime. You know, the bloodier, the better. But what I've noticed now lately in my dreams, especially um, with him, it's sometimes as if someone else is in the house. Now, Uh. mind you, he sleeps on the side where there's a knife. So we're ready to go. Yeah. 
you know, some if some shit went down, we got a knife, I got the man in the bed, we're cool. <laughs> but at the same time, I'll have these vivid dreams where I literally feel like there's someone at the foot of the bed, right next to him, grabbing him, grabbing me. Mm. I've had dreams where someone's hovering over me and then I wake up because I'm screaming. Yeah. And I know you're not supposed to wake somebody up, but I wake myself up because I'll hear Ben and he'll like quickly grope me to Mm kind of like bring me back down yeah but also i feel like the ongoing stress of as earbuds i've been telling y'all i'm not on twitter so if you're asking why have i not been tweeting i'm not allowed on twitter i put i posted about this on twitter though thank you of course i have a lot of uh my a lot of my friends and audience are astrology spiritualists tarot people so i am i'm very excited to do this and i'm hope i hopefully they listen and i I'm, hope so too i think they will but yeah i couldn't i can't tweet anymore because of my soccer and that's been causing a lot of night tears too yeah i mean that probably you know that fear of having a stalker is probably you know much in your brain and your subconscious now that you feel like he's going to come and take you yes and that's probably manifesting in your dreams it might your terrors might literally just be about that it's not it might, there might not even really be much more deeper things to it no i mean it's sometimes you know whatever i dream of or watch to last i'll have a dream about mm-hmm. and i'll see that person in my room and it freaks me the fuck out yeah but lately most of them have been about him but it also happens when he coincidentally was calling yeah, I mean, you probably, um, I mean, everyone has intuition. So you, when you have dreams like this, you know, even for myself, I've had certain dreams that kind of like premonition something like mm-hmm. someone's coming around or, you know, something, you kind of just have that feeling. So I, it's to be mindful of that as well. And also I was going to say to you, um, do you notice that these dreams kind of happen more closer to your cycle? You know, that's funny. It depends. Um, Definitely have had, you know, some night terrors where, yes, but most of the time when I'm having like closer to my cycle is definitely sex dreams. Like my sex drive, of course, is higher. Mm -hmm. So then I'll have sex dreams, but it's not about with my partners. Yeah. It's with random folks. Yeah. Folks from the past, people I haven't even really given a thought about. Yeah. And I'll, you know, it will feel so real. Mm-hmm. It will feel real as fuck. I, I've had dreams about childhood crushes, celebrities having sex with me at a sex party. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a dream, ironically, here's one. So yesterday, uh, when I woke up this morning mm-hmm. I had a very vivid dream that went all over the place but one I vividly remember was for some reason my mom was meeting my girlfriend okay um, Michelle who's been on the show mm-hmm. and shout out Michelle <laughs> shout out to Michelle and I think she's gonna be listening to this one but like legit my mama was hitting on Michelle that's funny I was like what the fuck is going on here that's so funny that's that's really interesting to me um hmm because your mother you know whether you see your actual mother or someone in your dream that kind of represents your mother that's just obviously oh it was definitely my mom so it was like it was weird because one my mom um you know with me being polyamorous it's not like i can really openly talk about it yeah um me being polyamorous let me not say poly um polyamorous i know that's always the (laughs) 
the tricky uh, it's the tricky new phrasing now it's it's like it's poly am i'm poly am not poly yes um there's a big difference i'm not a it's it's like well yeah but i also you know we don't want to be racially insensitive now because polynesians oh yeah. that's true i didn't think of that oh my so God. that's that's the new thing but um yeah it was just weird because it's like here's my mom i love her to death you know for the most part, my parents are very understanding, but you know there is a side of me that they don't understand about polyamory. It's something that we really don't discuss, and that's cool. So it was just weird to me that my mom was in this dream, my daddy wasn't, mm. but my mom was, and she's meeting my girlfriend, and it was seemingly like she was either gravitating to her really well or that she wanted to have sex with her, and my mom for the record, is a very straight woman. Mm-hmm. Like, did she have wild days? Probably so. I don't know how wild they got. Yeah. Besides what she and my daddy did, and mm-hmm. I'm scarred for life. But it's okay. <laughs> Some of us figured out when we were conceived, and we were a New Year's baby. Oh, I was a honeymoon baby in Mexico. Nice. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of tequila infused, and here's the funnier thing. Uh, 20 years down the line, my cousin, who had just called me, mm-hmm. and her husband, when they got married, Mexico is one of their favorite places. They went to Mexico. They went to the same club that my parents got fucked up at and had me. <laughs> There's something in that air over there. Uh, they, psh, girl. The fertility. Something. <laughs> I'm not going to this place called Christine's, okay? I'm uh-uh. just not. I'm not going to the Christine's bar <laughs> in, in Puerto Vallarta. Not going, because I might come back pregnant, and it ain't happening. No babies for me, please. No, <laughs> but... Uh, real quick, I did look uh, in my handy dictionary because even though I'm a dream interpreter, there are so many things you can dream about. So having multiple dictionaries is always important. And then I will come up with my own interpretation as well. I really appreciate you doing that because that just shows that, you. yes, you can be a specialist and expert in something, but you can always refer back to books. I cannot stand it when experts, and mm. I, I put in quotations. Experts. Yeah, they just rather go off the dome, and it's like, no, motherfucker, can you please have some research? Mm-hmm. Doctors do it. They have their nurses in doctor doctoral handbooks. So can you. I You're think not going to be the source of everything. I think it's also kind of like, funny enough, I would say it's kind of like a shame thing, too, that people, do, it's kind of like almost like an imposter thing that they feel like, also with like her school system like you get tested you know it's kind of feels like people you know when they're an ex they feel like they're quote-unquote an expert in something because they study it for so long they feel like they don't have to learn anymore and what I've learned about life so far in these 26 years of living is that I'm always going to be a student of life if anyone is an astrologer I have a Sagittarius midheaven so I am always up for learning and teaching and all that fun stuff I was just about to say what the fuck is a midheaven so you have um so in your astrology chart you will have houses so when you have your ascendant you have four points your ascendant your descendant your um ic which i'm like blanking on what that's kind of like it's kind of like more of like a lower point and then you have your midheaven which will be kind of like your midheaven will be more for your career kind of like where you're going where you want to see yourself kind of the kind of above it whereas like your your lower points can kind of represent um, what you already know, kind of what you come into this life knowing, um, even sometimes past lives as well, if people are, are resonate with um, doing that past life rec- um, renegade, no, what's the word? I don't know, but 
connecting with their past lives. And it also will talk more about your family, like on that lower point. Interesting. Midheaven's more, it talks more about that side of the chart is more career, how you present yourself, uh, social circles, uh, school, kind of like that's that more side of that chart. So I will say, um, to see your mother in a dream does indicate that um, pleasing results are kind of coming. And also I think when you see your mother, you know, it is a symbol of like what mothers mean to you, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And I think your mother getting along with your partner is something that would be really important to you. So I think seeing a dream of it is actually indicating that it might be more pleasant than you may think. You know, everyone has that, those jitters before you meet, you know, parents meeting their partner, you're always afraid how they're going to like them. And then, you know, they're so you're, they're so into your partner. You're like, what? Like you were, it kind of beats your expectation. So I think it's honestly a good omen that, um, to get even more in touch with like your feminine side. Okay. And for example, like, it's kind of just like, like the masculine versus feminine energy. I don't always like to categorize that binary because yeah let's talk about that because when I whenever I am I'm not astrological at all Mm -hmm. like yes I know I'm an Aries I was literally just having this conversation with um, a friend of mine and I was like I don't even know what the fuck a rising sun is you know I I don't know how to find that I've tried you Mm -hmm. know websites they don't register the city that I was born in which is very weird interesting Um, Woodland Hills is not on these charts I would you don't have to be that specific a lot of times you could just put Los Angeles because it's more or less for the time zone okay Um, it it does matter location but I mean like my father for example is born Italy in this small ass town that's not going to be on the thing. And I mean, we, we do all of our Italian family. We try to pull up all their charts. Oh my um, goodness. Uh, so getting as close as possible is always just advised. You know, it doesn't. So we might have to find my, my rising sun then. I think we did it a long time ago. You I, were, know, I know I'm an Aries born at 615 in the morning. I actually remember your big three. Oh shit. I have a very, Benjamin actually said, I probably have a strong synapse uh, from remembering people's birthdays and their big three because I have such an interest interest in it which I'm like yeah probably coming uh, from the man that's always like oh I me and astrology yeah yeah uh, anyway you are I remember I did this a while ago you are a Aries sun Libra moon uh Leo rising and I remember this because I remember I asked you one time I said you said like maybe you did like a poll on your Instagram. I was like ask about ask me any questions or like let me know something. And I was like I really thought you were a Sagittarius rising for some reason. And you looked it up and you were like no I'm actually a Moon uh, Leo rising. And I was like okay cool. And then another time we did it. And the reason why I remembered is because I am a Libra Sun Aries Moon. So we had the inverse. Okay. So that's why I was always able to remember your chart. So we're not toxic signs, right? You know, for the record. No, we're sister signs, actually. Oh, I love that. We're very much like um, our kind of balance. Like Aries can kind of be the... They're like the brave children of the Zodiac. They're like the first sign, you know? Yeah. It's not that say like Aries are immature. That's very, I don't like to, you know, kind of put broad broad strokes over it. Yeah. Like for the record, I get mad when I go onto these like little Instagram accounts and they talk about, you know, the signs and everything. Everybody seems to shit on Aries a lot. They put them in the same category as like a Scorpio. And I'm like, 
are y'all fearful of a fucking sex warrior very like we know what the fuck we want in life well it's funny that you actually compare to scorpio because scorpio and aries are ruled by both ruled by mars traditionally okay so they have similar energies of the planet and that that kind of that aries has that fiery like kind of is ready to start things you know very much a go-getter you know and is very much willing to speak up for the little person whereas people don't always kind of give aries this rap that they're immature or they know they just kind of always want to fight they're kind of picking fights whatever they're very loyal and they're very much like protective as well and that's a lot of times people don't see that side and they just have a lot of energy that sometimes people i think may be intimidated by i could see that and where it's funny where and then your sisters, the Libra, are the scales. You know, mm-hmm. they're ruled by Venus. But Venus and Mars, I would say, are like besties um, in the sense that they get, all, they, you know, Mars really does really well with um, Venus signs, which will be Taurus and Libra. So Libras are like diplomatic. They're a little bit less, they have a harder time deciding things, whereas like Aries are much more like, they decided faster. Interesting. Where, you know, we kind of, that's where our balance kind of with our sister signs, but we, cause we are also the mediate, like Libra are technically like mediators. So, um, and Ben is a Libra. So. And it makes sense. It, it seems like out of the guy signs I've ever came across, he, his sign is the only one that has one stuck around, obviously. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I do see the lion Libra is also a lion? No, the Leos are the lions. Leos are lions. What are Libras? Scales. Scales. Like the justice scales. Oh, that makes even more sense because he is Dom. He is like, at the end of the day, he justifies certain things. Mm-hmm. He is, I don't want to say he's an overthinker, but he definitely is a well, like, out of the relationship. Mm-hmm. He keeps me more balanced than I keep him balanced. Yeah. If that makes sense. Whereas you probably on what you give him is drive and you give him kind of that energy push to go do things that where he might be stuck around too much in his head. Whereas you kind of help him get out of that while he helps you. That's kind of like the balance. Which is funny because that's what he does for me. I drive him because he drives me Mm -hmm. because I'm always chaotic. Like I'm the organized chaos as mm-hmm. we call it he's the more disorganized chaos yes so it I've is a well balance yes <laughs> before we get started with anything i forgot to even get more about you oh yes when like you know listeners are probably like well, hold up Sav. like how do we know sabrina's legit sabrina when did you know you had this gift because again um i had a another um spiritual uh psychic on last week Mm -hmm. and you know we were talking about this uh and she's a reiki healer as well awesome and so we were talking about you know these faux psychics that will just walk up to you and be like your aura and it's like well hold up you got to ask for consent Uh to even try to read me and shit so it's like again you know from your perspective on things and you know we see people on Instagram more than ever now because of COVID, you know, saying like, hey, I offer readings. So Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Yes. Facebook. So what? Metaverse, whatever it's called now. (laughs) Metaspace, whatever. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it's supposed to be. Yeah. Meta, you suck ass. Twitter can kiss my ass too right now. (laughs) Get me fucking Mm re-verified. Get me the fuck back on Twitter. Stop using the hands of abusers. 
stop listening to abusers. Anyways, cutting back to you. Mm. When did you discover you had this gift that you needed to share with others? It's a very interesting question I love to answer. Um, Growing up, similar to you, I've always went to Catholic school. So I've always been more spiritually aligned Mm -hmm. to religion, more or less these more recent years, I've kind of strayed away because of just certain connotations that come with the church. And as I've gotten older, learning different perspective. Um, but nonetheless, so I've always had the, had a, an interest in spiritual matters. And my mom also had a very strong spiritual matters, like interest in spiritual matters. And she always would have like a dream book, like a big dream book that you would look up all your dreams on it would have like a little like psychic test in there kind of gave you like all this like how to and I remember just being a kid and that was like my favorite thing to go in my mom's room for I was just look out my dreams and me and my sister would just like go through and just like figure them out and they had like very beautiful artwork so I I find that funny as you know most people as kids they they try to find you know mom and dad's sex toys or condoms and it go through mommy and daddy's clothes oh no (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. I don't care anything about my parents' sex life. I love that it's away from me. Um, and I like to keep it that way. But, yes, yeah, it was never like it was a hidden thing either. So it was very easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always been into dreams. So whenever I would have one, I would look it up. I was just trying to, like, figure out what it meant. And, you know, I always thought it was cool that, like, dreams don't always mean, like, their literal meaning they do have a kind of like something they're telling you something else yes um and i've always just been very in tune with my emotions as well even if i couldn't really decipher what they were i've always felt a lot so i always liked dreams and that's and then my family's just kind of like a spiritual christian well more catholic i would say um because i don't know i feel like sometimes christian's a little bit kind of like a broad strokes term there's always been you know the the ongoing debate of you know catholicism and christianity you know they do draw similar lines yeah i mean ongoing thing it's like in my family too we got catholics judaism and then we have um christianity Mm. it's like everybody's all over the place they're pretty still monotheistic at the end of the day absolutely (laughs) everybody believes in a certain god you know one piece of religion believes that jesus you know rose from the dead Mm -hmm. the others do not Mm -hmm. so you know there's not that much of a difference Mm -mm. the stories are pretty much the same it's just somebody believes in the old and new testament one believes in just the old testament everything else was bullshit there you go there's another day where we'll talk about how jesus was actually an astrology thing but i've definitely heard that before which is very interesting i watched a tiktok on it oh my lord well i i i follow a lot of people that actually say stuff but it's then they'll source it as well but they kind of talk about like the stars aligning and how jesus is actually a pisces Mm. he's not a capricorn i mean no capricorn would sacrifice their life for humanity (laughs) like a pisces would i'm not saying capricorns aren't possible of doing that but when you meet capricorns like sacrificing themselves for the good like people like that they don't exist uh, eh, they're slim they're like eh, slim picking a little bit they're just like why you know they look a little bit more questionable. they're a little they're a little more saturn rules so they're just like kind of like there's like restrictions and stuff with okay. them so they're a little bit like mm, i don't know about that so back to the origins so yeah so um my, or rather i guess my origins. your origins so then i've i've also, like, my family's been very superstitious as well, because uh, my family is also from Italy, the boot. Yes. So they have, where their towns are from, 
I've learned over the years that just they've known witches and they've known, you know, there's a lot of, um, how would I say, superstitions as mm-hmm. well. I know I said that already, but it's like, do you have anybody who talks um, or sees the dead? Not exactly. So my mom has a lot of visitation dreams mm. from um, past family members that passed on. Mm-hmm. She did have an aunt back in Italy for a while who also read tea leaves and coffee grounds. Love that. Which I also got a cup and I'm going to start learning. Um, so I'm very excited about that. But she had, so there's always been, despite being Catholic growing up and knowing that like some of this stuff is like a sin and it's mm-hmm. like satanic, I never felt that way. And I was always like, I kind of called bullshit on that for a very, as a young age, but I never really felt like I had time to really invest in it till I got older because I just didn't really know and I was like when you're a kid you kind of have other things to worry about yeah you want you come into your own about different things and then you tap into your other talents later on in life yeah because something called to you yeah and then I would I remember as a kind of growing up as a teenager you know I would as I got a little older my mom would tell me she's been to psychics you know she they've told her very accurate things you know she's always talking about these visitation dreams so eventually I'm I trekked my way to a psychic. What? And uh, and one of these kind of these uh, street psychics. You know, it's not to say that all these people that are kind of trying to take advantage of you or anything, but I felt like the woman I went to, um, she said to me I had a family curse, which I was like, oh, I wouldn't doubt that. But I was like, okay, cool. But she wants you, they kind of want you to keep coming back and back. Of and, course. And spending a lot of money. You know, they, the, she was trying to get me to pay like $200 to lift this curse. And what then, the fuck? and then if you do it and then she'll, they always have something else to say like, oh, it didn't work fully. We got to keep doing it. You know, like it's kind of something like that. And that's where, you know, I had that experience really young. And I thought, you know, especially now that I started reading cards, doing dream interpretations, I don't like to carry myself and just kind of this come back and see me in a month or just kind of this feel like you have to come back and see me. And like if people I have returning clients, you know, I never I don't like to push that you need to come see me Mm -hmm. because I feel like that's when the messages lose their legitimacy. That makes sense, because it's like how many messages can someone get? Per session, I, I wouldn't think that a psychic reading is like going to a therapist Mm-mm. every week. I mean, they look at your, they might look at your hands and do palm reading, but it's usually very basic, and they'll probably, they'll probably say the same thing to a bunch of other people. Like if I talk to a, some other people that have had, they've gone to psychics where this has happened to them, their story is probably pretty identical to mine. If time allows, we might. Um, have a live reading. Oh, awesome. Um, I, I would love to get one, you know, something brief. Yeah. But I think it would be interesting because, again, last week, last episode, there was a brief reading. And again, full disclaimer, um, my guest had no idea that I was going to take earplay on a break from mm-hmm. the audio side and go back in doing you know, possible visual projects moving Mm. forward. Mm -hmm. So when she was saying all this, it was like, yeah, girl, like, 
this is legit. Mm -hmm. This is the truth. And how I, you know, want to move into a different direction creatively because I'm not getting any older. I'm not I'm not young, but I'm not old. Yeah. So I still have room to grow. Yeah. So it's it would be interesting to see what you have to say and Mm -hmm. what's been going on with me. Yeah. Because I haven't been sharing too much. Mm -hmm. So it would be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, I do want to get into you know, as we were talking about subject matter, sex dreams. Mm-hmm. <sighs> sex dreams are very interesting. I feel. They are. Um, I've had ones that felt, like I said, real as hell where I woke up coming. Mm. I've woke up wet. I've mm-hmm. woken up so aroused. I have to roll over. And if there's a partner next to me, I got to act upon my actions. Mm-hmm. Consensually, of course. You know, most of the time, if, you know, I go to before I go to bed, there's always like a blanket consent, mm. you know. But yeah, sometimes I'll just like wake them up with a kiss. And if they allow a little touching, then I'll go straight to the business to act on those dreams. <laughs> um, I know from one um uh, website I went on to uh, sleepfoundation.org you know they said that sex dreams are considered normal they're quite common more than 70% of people report experiencing have sex dreams at least once in their lifetime mm, and I bet that number I bet it would be even probably like close to like maybe like 98% if people sometimes people probably forget them they might not even know that right. they remember them so that's that's an interesting number but very 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 common um they even say that you know um most people dream oh excuse me most people dream um of those you know people that they have sex with most of them they recognize but it's not someone that they're technically sexually attracted to Mm -hmm. um what do you interpret sex dreams like for you what are sex dreams as someone who you know studies these spiritual realm of psychic Mm -hmm. healing sex dreams are they necessarily like you got to act upon them or are they just you know something that's just running through our minds because you know when we're at a dream state our mind just wanders sometimes we can be the especially for people who are asexual if they woke up and had a a sex dream Mm. what does that say for someone who does not have any interest in sex sex dreams almost always relate to uh, intimacy in your life and that doesn't always have to be romantic intimacy that having a more intimate um, relationship with yourself with uh, friends, family. Um, I, I kind of said this in my TikTok when I was talking about sex dreams. I did like a little quick one, but like even maybe one more intimate relationship, like relationships at work or with your work. But I would disclaimer with work, like, you know, make sure it's professional and you know, it's, you know, you're allowed or, you know, that can kind of get into some uncharted territory. Interesting you said that because there was an earbud submission Mm -hmm. of a sex dream with a boss. Uh Should we go in that and then come right back or should we? Let's I'll say let's give a little bit more definition because I want to help some people. Please. Of course. So, um, But then we will uh, jump into the boss because a lot of times also with sex dreams despite also being about intimacy the role of the person you have sex with kind of can talk about things that you are trying to attain Mm. um so it depends on their archetype like you know you you mentioned say your mother say if you Mm. had a dream where 
I'm again, sure. it wasn't me having sex with my mom. No. <sighs> it was the fact that my mom seemingly came off sexually interested in my partner. So I think maybe that would conclude to something where you want your mom to have more intimate relationships maybe with your partner or in the sense that a little more closeness. It could also mean like good change is coming. It kind of talks about that as well because I do feel like sex does kind of can change us. It depends. I mean, I know virginity doesn't really actually exist, but there is that, you know, that change of life from virgin to non-virgin. Absolutely. Um, there is that change, you know, when you have sex, it does change your dynamic with a person, um, whether it's good or bad. And it depends really on how you enjoy the sex in the dream as well. Um, that kind of determines whether it's, you know, kind of a positive message or kind of like, I wouldn't want to say negative, but something you might need to work on or focus on that might not be, it's just not positive, you know, it's just kind of real. Um, but I definitely think sex dreams just kind of to talk about intimacy with even yourself too. A lot of times the partner you are having sex with in the dream is a reflection of yourself more or less. Whereas like if you see two people having sex, that's going to talk more about your relationship with someone when you're saying like you are watching somebody so it might be like voyeurism yes okay so if you're you know you see other people having enjoyable mm -hmm. sex you're like ooh, okay like that's what that talks about interesting um what about when people have said that they have have like they've seen themselves but they're hovering over their bodies having mm -hmm. sex mm -hmm. or like in here's here's one um some people go into a, a dreamlight state when they're having sex with their partner. Mm. So they might go into that uh, dream state of hovering over their own body and seeing yeah. themselves in ecstasy with their partner. Yeah. What do, how are those interpreted? Um, I haven't really dealt much with people that have had that out of body experience with um, actually it, during sex. Mm -hmm. I think that would also kind of conclude to subspace as well. Mm. Um, kind of that, that's kind of where my head went. Um, I think it's more of like a comfort thing okay uh that's where i think it's just kind of like enjoying just the pleasure of it what about a day you know what's the difference between people having just dreams mm -hmm. when they go to sleep versus a daydream and a it day might in be involved in sex hmm is there any connection would you say or i would say there is a connection because i feel like if you are daydreaming about something you secretly want maybe I wouldn't say secretly want it, but more or less want it on a subconscious level. Um, if you are d daydreaming about sex, um, I guess you do want to feel close with people, you know, and you kind of want to, especially sometimes when you're daydreaming, like I know from my own experience that usually daydreaming about having sex with someone you, in, you like, mm -hmm. you know, you, you want to have sex with. Mm -hmm. So it's more or less like kind of, um, I, kind of like a mental masturbation almost I feel like hey masturbation is good for the soul so I, <laughs> I feel like the difference between like the daydream is kind of you know it is more of a control I would say daydreaming is probably more similar to like lucid dreaming if you can achieve that okay um because you kind of have that control over it because you are kind of awake I mean you can let your imagination run free and it kind of is daydreaming is seeing your imagination in your waking life um Whereas regular regular dreams throughout the day, say if you just have like these these regular images, you know, it's just kind of your brain just processing like what's going on around you, the images it's seen, it's kind of 
dealing with what it saw today and you know it's kind of dealing with some stuff you might have seen five years ago and you totally forgot about you know it's just trying to cycle things and your brain does a wonderful job at trying to release things that you don't really need to know anymore like you don't have to remember every little detail you know everyone's name you know people certain you know sometimes they will be you will remember them out of the blue and you've like totally forgot that you actually like had this and it unlocked something in you. Right. Um, which dreams kind of have that funny doing, but they usually, you know, dreams when they unlock something like that, it's usually for a purpose, but it's easy to tell. I feel like when you are just having a dream, just a dream, because when you wake up, it's, that's what determines, I feel, um, how important the dream was. I like that. So there there you go, folks. Sometimes the sex dreams are not as important as you may think. Yeah, they're just kind of, you may, you may feel, uh, also if you feel like you're having sex dreams where at a time where you're not really having sex with a partner or you're just not having sex in general, you kind of want to, you want to be close with people, you kind of want that. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if um, in this COVID uh I don't want to call it an era because that's a little long, but it might become an era. But in this, these times of COVID that people are craving intimacy and trying to want to be with more people, I wouldn't be surprised if these t- kind of dreams are more common right now. Absolutely. Because people want to share that intimacy again and they want to feel loved. You know, it kind of our brains want us to fe- want us to f- remind us that our brain does love us. <laughs> well, Hopefully. I mean, not to mention it's scientifically known. And I've, I've said this in probably almost every episode leading throughout this. Again, we are still in a pandemic. Um, you know, the human body needs physical touch mm-hmm. and not just from ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. We can love each other. We can touch each other. But to feel intimacy with somebody else, it doesn't always have to even be sexual. A hug. We were deprived of hugs oh for a God, year. Yes. Yes. Hugs, kisses, just seeing somebody face to face. Right now, I have to say, I'm I'm fulfilling a need. I have not had anybody face to face with me Mm -hmm. in a studio. Yeah. That's that's been glorious. This has been great. I feel like the last time. Oh, well, there was the time where for fuck university. I helped. I did that little photo shoot with you guys. That was probably like, but that again, you were with Benjamin. So, you know, it's a little different. It's a little different. When you also see him all day. Exactly. (laughs) So it's nice to have somebody outside of my intimate relationships to be like, fuck, this is what it's like to interact again. Yeah. You know, we're all relearning things. And again, a lot we of us dream have changed. About it. A lot of us has changed. Uh, I mean, to say that I was the same person I was at March 2020 would be false. And that's okay. That part. Well, it's also, you know, with having sex dreams, like I mentioned earlier, they all they do denote change. So um, that is important to know if you do have, the, you know, things are changing around you. Um, and I think a lot of times when you do have sex dreams, you kind of want to you kind of want to see what's going to change around you, but you might be hesitant as well. So you kind of, cause a lot of times, especially if you have sex with someone that you previously were involved with, mm-hmm. if that kind of keeps a repeating, I feel like you're kind of craving that what you had at one point, you're missing those feelings and you don't always have to necessarily miss that person, in the waking life. Like you don't know, they could have been toxic for you in a relationship. You know, you just kind of maybe end things on good, good or bad terms, but you might just miss that those just those physical feelings of you know pleasure too because we do live in a society that 
kind of feels like pleasure is almost like a reward, not like a, it's, it's not a right. It's a privilege almost. Yes. Um, this makes me think of Bob's burgers quote where, uh, I know this is very random, not about sex at all, but it's like, uh, the kids at school are making fun of Tina and Louise goes, that's our job. That's not, it's a privilege, not a right. (laughs) So every time I say that, I always think I'm literally quoting Bob's burgers for all the OG Bob's burgers fans out there like myself, um, (laughs) which, you know, side note, I think Bob and Linda are an awesome, couple to for the record y'all i have no idea what's just what the fuck she's talking about but i'm gonna let her talk so i mean i saw this on twitter i don't know if anybody has seen this any of your audience members but they were like talking about car- like uh animated characters that they think would be good or at uh, giving head and they put bob <laughs> bob belcher first i don't know if you've ever seen bob belcher i i've i've seen drawings of these folks i've seen like photos of them but i have never sat and watched an episode in my life that's so funny you would i think you would really enjoy it people that's the thing like side like side note here we go on a tangent i don't really watch the animated comedy shows the only one that's really stuck with me that i've like really gravitated to is netflix's big mouth that's the only one i love i'm pretty sure there is some crossovers with the voice actors oh very much i really loved bob's burgers this is very sign they have a there's a funny they have a couple episodes they dedicate a lot of times to Valentine's Day. Like every year they do something and it's always like most shows. And it's always like Bob and Linda's uh thing and they're always really bad at Valentine's Day, but they love each other, which is the really funny, ironic thing. Like they're the perfect couple, like mm-hmm. but when Valentine's Day rolls around, they're always just kind of like uh like like what do we do but they had this one episode where they uh linda does like a seven just almost like an advent calendar what the for valentine's day because bobby's so bad at it that she plans things so like the one night they get like sexy dice and it's like it keeps rolling to like lick foot (laughs) and like just like things and like one night he has to strip tease for her but like his windows open and the people across the street are like yelling things to him they're like they're they're just making fun of him but then he keeps going just like out of spite because and he just could only and he's like all he could do is kind of just like round his hips around oh and my like one d- god it's just that's i really liked bob's burger i really like bob's burgers because it's not satirical okay it's just more or less like genuinely like just this Funny family shows. dynamics just like they're, they're quirky and they're just like they own a re- they work in this restaurant that doesn't do well and it's kind of just they like get into shenanigans with the town and they're just like they're just so like loving and comforting i don't know <laughs> but i digress about Bob's no it's, burgers. it's fine i'm gonna take a sip of water take a sip girl all right let's interpret some earbud sex dreams and it's let's very interesting it. because you've already pointed out some and without even reading mm. uh these which is great she's so, kept them a secret from me i have so um I don't want to start off with a sad one, so let's do a fun one. Let's do it. Not a sex dream, but an ongoing dream. I'm running through a field chased by, I kid you not, Jason, the dude with the (laughs) hockey mask. Um, For the record, his name is Jason Voorhees. Um, Uh We then at some point lock eyes, start to dance, then it cuts to me seeing dead bodies all over the woods. Sometimes it's versions of me from the past. Sometimes it's people who've bullied me. Am I a psycho killer or should I stop watching horror films late at night? Well, (laughs) well, I definitely don't think you're a psycho killer 
whoever submitted this dream. I think you're probably a very nice person because you actually are able to see in your dream that you see past versions of yourself. Like you're never going to be the same person over and over again. So I, I think that's actually kind of cool that you do. You see different versions of yourself. Now, the fact that they said they, they have seen like the dead bodies of their past selves, does that mean that they technically are killing their own past? Or is that too literal thinking? It's not that it's, I wouldn't say it's too literal thinking. It's more or less like a version of yourself that okay. allowed things to happen. Like, I don't know what this person, is, like, okay, so this person went through some bullying. And I saw, you know, I saw something recently where I was talking about how in the part of the healing process, you have to kind of also grieve out the, the version of yourself that allowed that to happen. So it's kind of a, it's almost kind of strength rewarding in a way that, you know, you are able to overcome and kind of rejuvenate yourself from dealing with this hardship. And especially with bullying is so, so hard. And especially when you're a child, you know, it makes much more of a difference. Absolutely. Because that's kind of ingrained, you know, your brain's not fully developed. It's going to carry into your adulthood. Yeah. And I think actually this person has done a lot of good work with healing from that um, and standing in their own. And I would like to congratulate them. Um, I do think being chased, uh, let me see what the book says. Chase, chasing dreams are very common because you might be trying to quite literally be running from something. Mm. But let me see what this says. Chase, chase, chase. Okay, so the dream of being chased suggests a comfortable life with new friends and family. So I think you're actually like, you might, I feel like a lot of times this person also might be stuck in their head sometimes about this past. And I think why they see these, these kind of like gruesome things is to show you how much they've cleansed themselves of it. Mm. So they're, they're actually, you know, it, it kind of comes off bad, but it's actually a good, a good meaning that they're like, they're, they're moving on from it. Okay. Um, and to kind of not look back at it because when you stay stuck in the past, you will kind of, um, you know, you won't grow anymore. You right. Kinda, you, you can't dwell on your own past. You got to move forward. I mean, it's not to say that you should forget the past. Right. Because then you might be doomed to have it repeat. Mm. So um, it's kind of learning from it. It's kind of also it's trying to say to you, I think it's also kind of commenting on like being present this dream because I feel like you know that movement you know you're just kind of rushing around things so it's like trying to you know take a moment to be mindful of like what's going on and also it, correct me if I'm wrong does Jason wear a mask Jason does um as the person pointed out wearing the hockey mask yeah so it's definitely something that has to be uncovered as well something that that something that looks one way on the surface mm -hmm. but might be something else underneath Oh, all right. So, yeah. And especially watching scary movies before bed will trigger trigger some of those images to pop up because your brain's processing them. And that's like the last thing it saw before you shut your eyes. So it's going to be very I feel like it's going to be very prominent in front. OK, um, here's another one. I'm a gay man, 46 years old. And yet recently, since going to my first play party, all I seem to be having is dreams of having orgies with women. I've been out of the closet for almost 30 years, been married twice, and recently started entering the swingers lifestyle. Well, congratulations for finding out about that, about yourself in that way. And um, disclaimer, this type of dream does not, you know, I'm not trying to speak for this dreamer, but if they don't feel like, you know, they're, you know, they, they're very proud and being attracted to guys doesn't mean that they are going to 
you know, maybe switch. Well, I wouldn't say switch, but like kind of ease into bisexuality or mm-hmm. anything. I would actually say that this person is kind of has to deal with their uh, their feminine side. Interesting. Because like I said earlier, when you're having sex with someone, usually when you have sex with someone, other people in our dreams are reflections of ourselves. I don't know if you've ever seen Inception. I have. So in Inception, I think this is another movie that really struck my, I loved it because it was all about dreams, but the projections in the dream are protectors. They kind of, you know, like the whole scene where they know they're kind of infiltrating whatever. But when you have a sex with um, someone, especially someone that, you know, it's some, some type of gender that is, is not your usual um, interest, mm-hmm. we'll definitely talk about getting, being more intimate with your um, feminine side, especially for, from a gay man, um, doesn't really matter if they're a gay man, but because um, they kind of already have this, sti- there's kind of that stigma that gay men are more feminine in nature. Um, so maybe they're maybe this person's trying to resist that a little bit, mm-hmm. or they're maybe they have to be more in touch with. When I say feminine, I disclaimer I don't mean just you know woman. I mean more or less like nurturing, protecting. So not so much flamboyancy. Yes, not flamboyancy. Not trying to be uh, stereotypical woman uh, traits. Uh, I'm talking about that nurture, that kind of just. Um, that care there's like a care to it it's not to say that masculine energy doesn't care but there is that more of like um comfort mm-hmm. you know that deals with comfort and dealing with um just being in with yourself and just kind of in your emotions as well um maybe also like this is not to say for this dream but it, you know if they are going to certain parties maybe they feel intimidated by some of the the women there okay um or maybe they feel hmm depends on the dream dreamers kind of like perspective i'm not saying that this dreamer in particular is intimidated by the women at these parties but maybe um kind of want to take a like a note from their playbook got it almost because um i feel like there is typically kind of a dynamic between uh men and women Men and women specifically, I'm not talking about uh, non-binary people or people that um, do not identify with the gender binary um, when they go to sex parties. There is this kind of like, you know, those stereotypes, you know, our society doesn't stop no. when we go into these types of parties. No, so. you see all different walks of life. Um, you know, I've been to queer sex parties, but mm-hmm. they were queer sex parties that were more led towards... Um, vulva vagina owners ah gotcha you know I've also been to queer sex parties where it didn't matter it was just queer Mm, you know so you saw all walks of life Mm -hmm. and then of course I've gone to your you know your typical straight you know sex parties but there's also bisexual women Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't really been to one that's had bisexual or gay men Mm. per se and if I did I wouldn't know because you know it's not like I'm going through every room to see who's going to fuck who yeah but I'm pretty sure you know if you're into the lifestyle they could just be hanging out chilling and and not even necessarily having sex the physicality of sex being involved I also think maybe this person um 
maybe they're they might not feel like they have strong intimate relationships with women in their life maybe they need to work on maybe working on attaining them or maybe not so much working on attaining them but maybe they crave that Mm -hmm. kind of that connection um and that is why they're having these dreams um and it also can i'm not saying this is to the dreamer i don't know anything about this dreamer um but it could also be dealing with like your relationship with women in general and how you how you perceive them Here's another. My boss and I seem to have a sort of eye fucking going on, but I've never acted upon it. One night, I got a little high and started masturbating. I fell asleep, then had to write down this vivid dream of us. I was in our copy room, doing the usual duties when he came in and bent me over over the copier. It felt so fucking real. (laughs) I woke up and even had a puddle of my own cum. Oh my gosh. A few weeks later, my boss relocated to another job site. Did I conjure his moving? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Well, honestly, I feel like a lot of times when you have like the boss archetype, Mm -hmm. superior, what does this boss have traits of that you would like to acquire for yourself mm. um, that you would like to kind of be more um, one with um, you know maybe this you know a lot of types of bosses are what are they leaders what leadership skills do you want to work on do you do you feel that maybe you you want a promotion or something like that um, let me see what let me see if I could see boss here um but I would definitely I definitely think that also like it is on your mind you know it's one of those things that it's common to have that one thing I found in my research too was that they said when you have sex with um, an authority figure they say that um, it may like you said you're uh, seeking approval from someone in charge yeah you want the approval from them and then you also this book says and this book sometimes is a little bit I feel like this book sometimes has fear mongering messages oh because this one says liking your boss in a dream which I mean this person is liking their boss because they've I fucked but they never acted upon it which is great <sighs> professionalism at all times yes and so liking your boss in a dream means you need to watch your back and work so Interesting. I would say even for this person, like, you know, they are very professional, but if they felt like it, sometimes maybe they're like, okay, maybe I need to like tone it down a little bit before I keep going. I want to let everyone know I am looking at 12,000 dreams interpreted by Gustave Hinman Miller revised and updated by Linda Shields and Lenore Scom- Scommel? Scammel? I don't know how to say it. I'll put it in the um, description of the episode awesome. so folks can get it. Yes, it's uh, it's available at Barnes and Nobles and probably Aww. on your Kindle. Awesome. So yes, and also if you do have a a Kindle, this is not an ad or anything, but they do have uh, what well, they kind of have like this monthly service. It's like kind of like you can download books if you pay like a certain amount of money a month, mm-hmm. and they have a lot of free uh, dream interpretations if you have that. So or like dream books rather. So you can there you go if you're already one of these members of like the Kindle Book Club, whatever it is. Be like Sabrina and, and decode your own dreams. Yeah. So um, yeah, I would say um, this also says to dream of. Okay, so this person isn't being a boss. So I would say um, there's this book says to dream of being a boss means that you will soon fail at your job or career but clearly this is not what the person had they had a sex dream so they want to be more intimate with their leadership side they want to be you know they want 
approval from people that they look up to as well. Um, and especially they might even in their work, like of their work. Um, I'd be very interested to see what this person does for a living, but I can only imagine. I wish they wrote it down. I'm going to daydream about it and I will make it up for myself. <laughs> but no, just kidding. Uh, so yeah, let me go back to seeing intercourse. Which one is that? I have a lot of sticky notes because I've been trying to write, work on my blog um, where I, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to look where I um, talk more about this. Um, kind of thing. I've talked about driving dreams before and I've been working on water dreams and uh, water. I'm from Philadelphia. <laughs> I don't know if anyone could tell. Uh, so water dreams have deal with a lot of emotional things and there's so much to go into water dreams because you can swim, there's storms, there's rivers, there's, you know, bodily water, you know, so it's a lot. Um, that so yeah they seem pretty comfortable in this in the intercourse they were having so i definitely think there was happy changes i mean it kind of sucks that i think it was funny that there was a change after they've had sex right. with this boss um in their dream at least you know i think it does kind of i'm not going to say that this dreamer conjured their boss away but i definitely think that maybe this final dream was kind of like a nudge from the universe that this is kind of fleeting. Mm. Speaking of fleeting, um, I don't want to say that this is too much of a trigger warning, but this one is not also um, cute. What does it mean to dream of an abusive ex, especially one you were never really sexually attracted to? My current partner says they hear me moaning, even sometimes saying their name. Mm. The ex, this ex was the worst. So why am I dreaming of someone who hurt me? Hmm. Okay. Before I start this, I would like to say that if you do, if this person was abusive to you, no matter what I say, I still think you should uh, talk with it. Someone who's a, a professional mental health provider. Um, I definitely think that even if in, in the dream they're having pleasant sex with this ex, I still think it was an unpleasant experience. So what the book says that um, if you have uncomfortable sex is that your way of thinking about a relationship will change, but not always for the better. I would say, but not for the better. I think that's a little subjective and I, I don't actually kind of agree with that for this interpretation yeah because, because they're obviously they've moved on to yes. a different relationship I think um, as someone who is also a survivor of sexual abuse at some point I think a lot of times our brains are processing that and they it kind of is kind of a little bit of a memory thing and it's kind of like your brain is almost trying to wrap around like where was the intimacy like how can mm. you be this close with me and still hurt me like mm -hmm. i still i think when you have dreams like that it it does talk about like kind of trying to figure out why and i think when you do have these kind of replays in our in your brain you're trying to like look back and see what has happened you know why like where did things go wrong you know in that sort of sense i also feel that having a dream like this can, you know, it doesn't really say anything about their current partner because considering the circumstance of the dream, I don't really think that. I also can kind of, it 
might I know this kind of is kind of a positive spin on it, but it might indicate that they're actually having intimacy in their waking life with their new partner. Mm-hmm. Um, despite having these dreams of this ex-partner. I would also say to this person, um, which I should have mentioned a little earlier, but actually it's probably perfect timing now, that sometimes when you have sex with people that are, you know, I would say look up their name. I saw this on a tw- someone, another spiritual person they post on their Twitter. I wish I remembered their handle right now. Um, but they said, you know, sometimes when you have dreams of people that you don't really you know no or you know maybe just look up their name meaning like everyone's name has a meaning a meaning to it see what that has to say because a lot of times that might have something to do with it as well so like say if you have um sex with like a michael right Mm -hmm. you could if you look up michael's look up the name michael you'll probably every hit will probably be like Mark, Michael the Archangel Michael the Archangel is a protector you know that's his archetype protection kind of this uh, clearer like clearer of uh, obstacles type archetype so looking up name meanings does excuse me help with deciphering these dreams I think it's also a dream of strength too I kind of think it's a strength from leaving that mm, because which I, makes sense because it is kind of there is that strength that I think when especially when you are in abusive relationships that sexual intimacy is kind of a hard thing to break um but I congratulate this person for doing so and I hope that they heal from this and I definitely think um hmm, doing some work like spiritual help with um maybe their womb area or their kind of sacral chakra area might really help them with this as well but then again like I said in the disclaimer you know definitely seeking mental health provider to go through that I would probably you know more times than not they probably already are Mm -hmm. dealing with that but a lot of psychologists have studied dreams you know Freud had his book and Carl Jung had his book and then they whatever and whatever so most of your therapists are able to talk about these things Um, so that's a good thing but um yeah i think we have time for one more awesome um hey saf my wife and i have one kid together she recently got her tubes tied however i keep having this recurring dream that we're having another i have no desire for another child she does we're both um against getting a surrogate and again I have no desire to carry another. So I'm assuming she carried the first one. Mm. Um, Is this dream telling me I'm selfish or just simply a dream of missing the joy of being pregnant? Ah, that's very interesting that, you know, a lot of people, some people do enjoy being pregnant. Some people have very negative experiences being pregnant. And it it seems like, again, for someone who says that they're against, and this is no offense, but Mm -hmm. for someone saying that they're against and no desire to have a child, but yet you end it with the joy of being pregnant. Mm. Interesting. I definitely think um, there might be a need to relax here a little bit too, because arousal arousal in dreams can also kind of indicate maybe it's time to step back. Mm -hmm. Because we kind of, we did have some, some, other dream interpretations here that were a little bit more in like a stress inducing. So it's like, okay, chill out. Like, it's okay. Like that's, you know, part of enjoying sex in our waking life. You have, it's good to be relaxed and calm because you're not going to have a same experience or it's not going to be even good. Right. If you're not in a, 
in a, in a clear headspace. I wouldn't say positive. You don't have to be like, oh, ha- so happy that day, you know, to have sex. But <laughs> um, I definitely feel that. Can you re- can you re- re- read the second and third sentences again for me? Um, I'm gonna, uh, re- she recently had her tubes tied. However, I keep having this recurring dream that we're having another. I have no desire for another child. She dies. We're both against getting a surrogate. And again, I have no desire to carry another. Ah, okay. So I also feel that, you know, they, that, you know, when you, cause she, it's more about pregnancy. So if we were talking about pregnancy, we talk about semen, we talk about the egg, we talk about birth, right? But, and this can sometimes be like, oh, this maybe is foretelling mm-hmm. that she's going to, someone, what her or her partner is going to have it be pregnant. I'm kind of getting the sense that it's two women. Oh no, it is definitely two women. Okay, cool. Definitely two I'm women. Like, I'm definitely picked that up right. Um, but I would say too, where you keep having dreams where you get pregnant or I've had them even when I was like a child mm-hmm. and I was like, what the, f-? I'm like, why am I having pregnancy dreams? Pregnancy also holds this meaning of new creative ideas. Mm. They're synonymous with each other. Okay. Where you can feel like there's going to be some new creative endeavor on your horizon or that you guys might want to be invested in. Creative does not have to just be about art or, you know, something that specifically creative like art I kind of summed it already up there but it can also be about creative design maybe they want to do something with their home that can also be something that's you know deals with that as well because home life you know that's pregnancy having children that's home life to me and um I think there was kind of be like maybe like a new this could also be like a new season in their relationship together as well so that's pregnancy always comes with this notion that something new is going to arrive Mm -hmm. and sometimes it is very literal that a someone will end up pregnant and a new baby will arrive in this world and other times it's other things like when i was having them as a as a teenager i was like i'm i was not a sexually active teenager (laughs) in the slightest um but i was a very create i'm a i was a creative writer so a lot of times when I would have those dreams, they were kind of premonition that I was going to have a new idea or some, something new was going to come to me that I can work on. Um, it's not always necessarily financial. I would say, I wouldn't say, you know, it could be financially beneficial late. It might have to do with something with finances later. Um, but I would say it's more like that something that needs to grow as well, like a garden almost. I like that. Well, earbuds, y'all got a bonus long episode tonight and I'm loving it because again, you know, sometimes it's just some like you get caught up in the information that's provided and some things need to be said. Mm. If you want to hear more from Sabrina, Sabrina, where can they get in touch with you for services? They can reach out to me on Instagram at Sabrina E. Perry, P-E-R-R-I, not a Y, an I. Um, through there I have a link to my website and then in my post as well um, when I offer tower readings they'll have an email um, that they can reach me at I'm still working on my I'm still working on having bookings on my website I'm still I'm I have a hard time being tech savvy sometimes it it is okay because I feel like at the same time 
I'm the same thing. I'm the same way. It's like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I'm just focusing. I'm like trying to create things. and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I have so much to do. I don't even want to start. Um, but I would say just hit me, send me a DM, send me an email would probably be the best bet if you wanted to book a reading with dream interpretations. I will say for my dream interpretations, I don't just interpret your dreams. I also give you a tarot reading. So we kind of take what your dream says and then we're like, how are we going to apply this to your life and like where to go from there? Because I feel like sometimes from my own experience of looking at my dreams it's very much like these one sentences like oh you're gonna have good luck and good fortune or uh, something you're not gonna get something watch your back or you know like how it some absolutely these quick little sentences so i like to use that extra insight to um decide to kind of get a deeper meaning of my dream well again follow her at sabrina perry on instagram yes please e perry e perry oh my goodness i gotta put that in the bio thing um Yes, make sure you follow Sabrina E. Perry because I think you would go back in the past of Sabrina Perry's past. (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. And speaking of going into the past, we have one more eargasm to go next week. We have the return of Opal McLean. She came on a couple... um, eargasms ago I want to say earlier of last year um, talking about you know being a thick woman in in shape fitness wise she's a female football player I remember I remember that yeah it's gonna be good because you know we gotta feed the soul for Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. whether or not people like to celebrate you know this terrible holiday or just want to get fat on the holiday but um we are taking a twist on it from the last time we spoke it's gonna it might get a little heavy But I think this is very interesting. Um, She wants to center it around how white supremacy affects our nutritional health and ways to avoid it this holiday season. That is very interesting. I am. It's a very heavy topic as well, considering that um, even though I am a white girl, I've definitely felt I'm plus size. So Mm -hmm. dealing with that. that stigma from doctors like I'm getting a well visit soon I'm already mentally preparing that you know they're going to tell me I'm completely healthy but I'm still going to need to lose weight and that's been my life since I was a child so and I've always been tall and you know I just was just grew big fast so yeah. um, I'm very interested to see where that takes you we're going to feed your soul and your mind so get ready earbuds it's not going to it's still going to be sexy because this is Sapphire's earplay but at the same time you know I always have to hit you guys with some hard stuff so of course there will be a trigger warning depending upon the content matter but we are going to feed your soul your body and your mind next week with Opal with that being said earbuds remember you can follow me at Ms. Radio Sapphire that's M-S-R-A-D-I-O S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E of course at Sapphire's earplay S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E S-E-A-R-P-L-A-Y and visit the new MsRadioSapphire.com. You can listen to episodes. You can book me for your voiceover. Whatever you need my voice on, I am happy in taking job applications now in between everything I got going. And of course, if you just want to just send a shout out, if you just want to contact me, just like, you know, these earbuds submitted their sex dreams, go to MsRadioSapphire.com. With that being said, earbuds, safe sex is the best hot sex. Till next week. Good. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Till next week. Good night. Good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Remember to follow at Ms. Radio Sapphire and Sapphire's Earplay on Instagram. Want some eargasms of the past and future? Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all streaming platforms.